All right, welcome to the Writer's Colony podcast. The Writer's Colony is a writer's residency founded by Mara Brock Akil. The Writer's Colony is a place to write, a place to belong, and a place to find your voice. My name is Ayana. I'm director here at the Colony, and I'm sitting down with one of our uh, Spring 23 cohort, Tosin. Mm-hmm. More and Fala. Also, I noticed you didn't say your own last name. Give yourself props. Why don't you? <laughs> you got to say Ayana and Nene, too. Did I say it right? You did say it right. Ayana and Nene. Yes. Well, I could say your name. <laughs> <laughs> I should re. No, it's fine. I don't care. It's it's common. And also, that's part of the journey, right? Like Yes. People. <laughs> and I'm fine if people just say Tosin. But my Tosin, last name is. Morin Fola. And, and, so, and also, I don't make it easy because that's the anglicized way that I teach people. Morin Fala. Okay. Rhymes with Bala. But then I also, <laughs> depending on who I'm talking to, I might go, okay, Morun Fola and give them the Morun whole, Fola. you know, Nigerian. Yes. Put that know. emphasis on the right. Yeah, yeah. See, and me being Nigerian and I don't know how to pronounce that that's that double like ah. i do that all the time too if you give me the wrong nigerian name i'll be like well maybe i'm not as nigerian as i thought <laughs> all right um tosin uh great to sit down with you go ahead um you're an actor a writer go ahead and just introduce yourself a bit uh tell us a little about your background um for those who don't may not know you yeah uh well i'm a nigerian american who uh, I was raised in the Midwest, Kansas. I'm a Kansas boy, and those two things inform a lot of like who I am as a creator, both being Nigerian and kind of the double identity, double identity of being Nigerian and American. And then also my experiences in Midwestern, microaggression-filled, hmm. um, you know, evangelical, uh, but but also lovable, you know, mm. um, largely white communities. Interesting, yeah. So it's yeah. All, so there's a lot in in there and a lot to uh, unpack and to and to write about. Um, For sure. And uh, but but mostly I'm in the industry as an actor. Um, I've always acted like high school, church plays, everything, and then got a theater degree from University of Kansas. Um, but, but more importantly, um, I had incredible peers at that college that I used to produce theater with, our own like little theater that we would put on in our own production company. And then after I graduated, I did theater in Kansas City, did theater in Chicago, wow. started transitioning into mm-hmm. film through mm-hmm. small roles on television, mm-hmm. um, you know, Empire, Chicago Med, all these shows. Oh, great shows, yeah. And then I started uh, all the Chicago shows. Yeah, all and the it's, it's yeah. like our law and order for New York. Like we, yeah. we make the rounds, um, and then uh, at the sit that same time, I started kind of experimenting with. I was I was already writing plays. They were mediocre. Really, <laughs> but, self okay. That's, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh like yeah. Self-professed, like wasn't quite where. where yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, the shorter it is, usually the better. Like I had a ten-minute play that I thought was awesome. A mm. half hour. I had a one-act play that was okay, and I had a full-length play that. Needed a lot more guidance. Really? Um, wow. But That's cool that you were just creating, though, at the level that you were at. Yeah. I, and I've always kind of done it regardless. Like, that's kind of the only way I've known. I, I don't know. I've just always been very much like, if I can see it in my head, I'm going to make it. And also, I have a tendency to gravitate towards filling voids. And if there's what I, like an artistic statement that I think the world needs or, or that I need to express or... 
um, then then I, I I feel a great desire to occupy that that space, mm. especially if it has to do with like social justice. For yeah. for instance, while I was in Chicago, starting to transition into film stuff, I was also getting into independent filmmaking and making my own short films with film collaborators. Okay. And the first one I made uh, was a, a pretty big turn in terms of me realizing, oh, I can do this on this side of things. Um, and it was called On Sight, and it was about uh, police brutality, and it was about um, the biases of the policing institution, lack of accountability, especially for, for um, you know, white officers who may be operating off of bias and prejudice. And this was all in the wake of Michael Brown and right. Trayvon Martin's murders. Right. Yeah. And so that's when I realized, okay, I have a voice in this space. I, there's stuff not being talked about that I really want to tackle from um, my perspective and my assessment. And, and it just, and at that time, now we have a lot more media totally. and a lot more shows it's that have covered completely it. Completely shifted. It's yeah. so shifted. In like seven, eight years. In yes. seven, eight years. And I love that. And we still have a ways to go, but I definitely, at that time, I was like, this is, I, I just like felt this overwhelming impulse to jump on that. And the, the I'm, I'm fortunate in that the, the, the beauty of that impulse is it has fed all of my disciplines because then I became a filmmaker. I also gave myself more footage as an actor. And then, uh, get, you know. Through it, the films that you through made. Through the films that I made. And yeah. then it helped me get more work as an actor. And then I was able to make more of the things that I believe in. So it's always been, as much as I've been a professional actor for longer and, you know, more publicly now that I live in LA, mm -hmm. done The Shy or Love Is and all these other TV shows from the world, like people know me as an actor, but I've always kind of been writing and producing hand in hand with it. I see. So, yeah, that's yeah. the long story that's long. A, no, that's, and it's, it's interesting that you really find, like if there's a topic that really like hits you, that you feel like you have to say something about, that's what you then decide yeah. to, to develop and to write. Like, because yeah. I was gonna kind of- I become obsessive. Like, it's yeah. all I think about, dream about. Like, it's all, it's- Really, wow. It's, which is both good and bad, right? Like, I'm hyper-focused on the thing, but also it can, it's, it can be problematic for other parts <laughs> of your life. <laughs> like, oh yeah, don't forget about uh, this yeah. part that you still need to. Yeah, like eating or sleeping or, you, you know, your girlfriend or whatever, you know, whatever it is, you know. For sure, for sure. Because <laughs> um, the idea about your voice as a writer and what you have to say is something that we really love to cultivate. That's what we, we, we try to attract writers that have, you know, something that they really want to say. Yeah. And so you're... Um, I'm curious how you've seen your your voice as a writer evolve over the time that you've been doing it. Have you, I'm curious how that's been or has it been more like, this is really of the moment right now that is, is in my head and I have to to write it? Like, that's, that's a great question. I think I'm really blessed in that my voice and perspective have been, I feel like very clear and honed for a long time like I really um, kind of know what I stand for I think my skills have definitely gone up and down and up hopefully again okay but like the perspective from which I'm writing and, and that I think that's the one thing that has felt pretty clear for a long time because it's like my divining rod it's like my compass like mm. it's the thing that I 
It's the only thing that I'm sure of in this, in really? this world. Wow. Now, that's not to say I haven't evolved. Like I said, I came up in an evangelical tradition, and yeah. and my views on 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 Christianity, in particularly, yeah. in particular, have really evolved and become very like critical in hopefully healthy ways, and. So that evolution is in my perspective as well, but I think really the evolution of those beliefs is just is really led by the the the, the kind of the strength of my my voice and perspective, if that makes any sense. I think <laughs> yes, not, I think not. that um, you're you've evolved as a person, so your writing has evolved. Yeah, yeah. As you've grown. Yeah, exactly. And, and your experiences and perspectives have grown. Exactly. Is that would that be? I think so. I think you said it better than I said it. <laughs> I added. I added to it. Elevated. What role has the writing played in your life before joining and since being here? Mm. You know, any practices? I know you've traveled a bit, but um, just having the space or even having other writers to kind of be in communication with, community yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, I. Before I got here, I definitely uh, have. I definitely, you know, have, you know, you have your writing habits. Like I, pre you know, prefer to do it at my desk and my, in my crib and everything like that, with nobody around and my roommate gone or whatever. But um, now that I have this space, I have to say more than anything, because I know for some people it's the space, like they need to get away from stuff to write. For me, it's less that, but it is absolutely the iron sharpening iron of mm. my peers like uh, Paris and Latasha and Rayma are so and as well as you because you're always contributing as well you guys are so talented and insightful and it's just so helpful to be around people that you can just toss an idea out and people can like both critically and helpfully and generously opinionate on it and help you shape it or tell you where you, when you're headed in a good direction. I just that is huge. Mm -hmm. Like people that you trust. Yeah. And this is a black space. And like yeah. Like I said, I come from I've come from white institutions. I came from a, a, a largely white college. Like right. it's different. You grew up in Kansas. I grew up in Kansas, which is and and great people. Great some of them and great writers. Some of them. I learned a lot. But to be able to share my work about you know, mm -hmm. racial bias and policing, or about being Nigerian, or you know, sure. or, 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 or it's it's, it's very different. different you're getting feedback, or you're getting a workshop with people yeah. that you don't have to explain the context. Or, yeah, what there's, is this there's so much more. Okay, you just instinctively understand, and yeah. this is kind of going off into you know a little off topic, but you also see that reflected in the business. Like I've had a meeting with a, a producer who didn't understand like was not starting from the same place that I was in reading mm. my script yeah, yeah and when he when they asked like why would this character be afraid of this police officer like couldn't understand that that's like a baseline of understanding of how other people exist so you really do wow. have to have wow. right, yeah you really do have to have the right uh, peers to help you work on your work and ultimately collaborate with the right producers development. and development and you know studios like and I haven't had that privilege yet but I definitely see that that okay that's an obstacle that 
Yeah. We're all so hungry to try to get our, our, our work seen and, and, and produced, but like, we have to be aware that it has to really be understood as well. For sure. And On all sides. Yeah. 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 It is rare to have a space that it really is for uh, cre black creatives, yeah. primarily, you know, to be able to, because there's something about, yeah, you do write alone, but you got to communicate to see is what you're writing translating, yeah. right? But having that less of a hurdle, I guess, mm -hmm. for the reader, the listener to kind of understand it. You mentioned before about like, if you see something, you have to kind of do it. You like, you just kind of train yourself that when you see something in your mind, you have to execute on it. Yeah. So like, um, where did you, um, I guess I was gonna say one, how did you want to develop that? And then two, what are you excited about for, for what's next for you? Um, how, how did I develop it? Uh, I guess I have to give props to my parents because ultimately like they were just, church upbringing even though very much I I will criticize um, parts of it it definitely taught me you know to, to be like Jesus to be an advocate to, 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 to fight for what matters and what's important and I I truly think that film making and, and the media that we consume is is part of that fight so that's a big part of it for me and then and then if it's you know you know, not everything I write is like that, but a lot of it is. Hmm. Um, and then otherwise, it's just, I guess, the fact that I have practice as a writer and as a director and producer, it makes it easier to be like, oh, if I, if I want to make that thing, if I see it in my head, I can put the pieces together to make it. And then, it can, and then it's like, well, if I can do it, then why wouldn't I? It, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's like... It makes perfect sense. And, and I used to write more as an exercise, and I still do sometimes, like, I, I write like poetry and stuff like that, and I, that doesn't necessarily have to have an audience. But something changed or clicked, maybe it happened when I made that first film, where it's like, oh, oh no, I will make everything that I write. And uh, I don't know how long it's gonna take. <laughs> I love that, we had a guest Every Wednesday we have, um, we bring in industry, you know, leaders or um, experts or some peers, you know this. Mm -hmm. And um, Nakia Stevens came in mm -hmm. the week before last mm -hmm. and she talked about, she's a filmmaker, she's dope. If y'all mm -hmm. don't know her, she's very dope. She's produced a bunch of shorts. Mm -hmm. uh, she literally just started, She her first film was a feature. Self, wow. just indie did it. 90 minutes or something, rented out a theater in Atlanta and screened it. And then from there, she said that in that moment, she graduated from a dreamer to a doer. Mm. And then she just literally produced like a stream, probably, I don't know, her 30s or 40s number of short films and just wow. doing all this stuff. Very, very, very dope, young black female writer, filmmaker. Mm. She just makes it happen. And so, but this idea of like, when you see it, just execute on it. Mm. Like I love, when you said that, that's why I love hearing that whether it's writing the script <laughs> or shooting the film or whatever, but just making sure that if you can see something in your head, it's absolutely attainable. Yeah. The biggest thing is to catch the idea. Um, 
and not getting caught up in how do I do this right, yeah. which is important to have forethought because there are things I wish I did a little differently. But overall, I'm mm -hmm. still glad I did them. Like mm -hmm. I didn't do some things right, but they are done. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. Yes. Amen. All right. So now for some just some fun like. Okay. So if your life was a TV show. Oh. Right. Maybe a sitcom. What song would you use for your title cards? Uh, <laughs> am I allowed to take a song that already is used for title cards, or does it need to be something new? Uh, no rules. Yeah, you can. You can use. Title cards. You could use. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like a, a little tricky one, mm. or if it's even like this. You know, we lived a long life, so maybe this time of your life too, like, you know, the last year or something. Uh, I guess. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the first thing that popped up in my head the Wayne's Brothers theme song? <laughs> Brothers, we're happy and we're singing and we're colored. No, that wouldn't be it. That's, um, I, I'm that's gonna... a very, like, iconic song, though. Like, I know yeah, exactly already... what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I think um, for some reason, like, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, it's, it's gonna be John Legend. <sighs> Ooh, I can't. Now I gotta think about the genre of the show to come up with the title of the song. This is hard. Uh, uh, well, I could see the brothers one. You've been in Kansas. Is that the idea? Yeah, up? yeah, yeah. Maybe that's well, part of why. Maybe that's part. Is of that why. is that why it kind of came? <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's it because of the, the. That goes with the Kansas theme. You yeah, it, yeah, the shadow of water, but also like with your brothers. I don't know. Uh, I was gonna say John, but I can't think of anything better, so we'll go with that. We we'll go with that one, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> your um, and then the last question is, I'm gonna give you two options because you're also you're like a film writer more, but. Um, the question I always ask is if you could be in the writer's room of any TV show, Ooh. if you could have been in any TV show, it could be present or it could have been a past one. Ooh, this is good. What would you pick and why? Oh my gosh, this is good. Ooh, this is good. <laughs> We're making you think over here. Think over here. Oh my god. <sighs> there's so many too, right? Like, yeah. there's so much good content. Oh man, which one should I get a writer's room on though? Okay, top top three. This is a mini or top two. Um Okay, I know what it'll be. So uh okay, so top three. Number three, P Valley, just because I love it so much. I just mm. think it's so incredible and groundbreaking. Mm. Um two This is pretty like Contrary to everything else I've said, but it was just so hardcore. Let's go with power. We're gonna say power. Ooh. We're gonna say power. Okay, that's a surprise. But okay, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, well, okay. Cause that's just popcorn. That's just like so. Yeah. It's just. It's, it's just entertaining. Yeah. It's like, for me. It's like how people are like like they love reality show. Like it's guilty pleasure. It's like mm. it's very guilty, but whatever. Got it. But number one, it's gonna be a show that didn't get made. Mm. So, but it's gonna be a show that was supposed to be made. Okay. 
Chimamanda Adichie Ngozi's uh, oh, book series. Americana? <gasps> yeah, which oh. I, that novel was huge Interesting. for me around 2015. I feel like I saw myself and my culture and my yes. parents in a way I'd never seen them before except wow. through the eyes of that writing. Right. So if that show had gone and happened and was, if it had gone. Yeah, you would have been in that room. If, if, and if it was still going now, that's what I would definitely be applying. Oh, that's a good one. That, that book I remember when it came out. Like everybody was talking about it, so. Oh, that's a good, good choice. Good choice. That was a huge one for me. Bet. Well, Tosin, we appreciate you sitting down <laughs> with me today. Um, glad to have you part of our Writers Colony community cohort. Um, I'm so glad to be a part of it. I'm so glad that I met you at that film festival <laughs> and then stalked you and hounded you until you, you know, forwarded my until application. You, yes, and you applied and had <laughs> really great sample. So thank you. Yes. So any last words? Not. Uh, do it yourself. Anything and everything you can. Do it yourself. Or and and or like do it with like good peer collaborators. Mm, that's key. Cause that's huge. Absolutely. Alright. Well we wishing you the best in all you do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>